What's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on the Lane. Oh, man. Um, I want to talk about aging again. Like, I was just... I, I spoke about aging before. I don't even remember in what capacity I spoke of it. Um, I have a friend, a neighbor, who um, recently passed away in a nursing home. Um, he... It's 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 uh it's it's there's a suspicion that uh, he wasn't treated properly there. Um, I guess everyone believes that when their loved one dies in the nursing home. Um, but his condition was not a life. He didn't have a life-threatening condition, as far as I understand. Um, but I don't know all his medical histories because there's also rumors that he had a heart attack. <clears throat> no, he had a stroke. I'm sorry, he did. There's rumors that he had a stroke um, at some point. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know his medical information uh, since I, I don't have um, that privilege. But um, he also fell and hit his head somewhere in the shower and fell out of the bed and maybe a few times. And um, his cognitive abilities started to deteriorate. Um, then he refused to eat. Um, and then he went into cardiac arrest later on. Um, now I have another friend who, whose mother is in, uh, a nursing home. I don't know what the terminology is. It's really supposed to be a rehabilitation facility, but, um, unfortunately, uh, she's not being rehabilitated per se. Um, she's, uh, massively obese she's probably uh probably about 400 pounds or so and um bedridden so that means she can't do any physical activity because she has arthritis and then um some injury to her knees that actually put her in the facility um but they feed her pasta you know they feed her simple carbohydrates while she's inactive so if you're feeling some feeding somebody simple carbohydrates, it's gonna turn straight to sugar. It's gonna increase your cortisol levels. It's gonna increase um, your, your 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 fat. And 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 and, and it's not it's it's not helpful. I, I don't know what else the the diet dietary um, culinary mistakes they're making. In the nursing home. So what I also learned is that if you want to take someone out of the nursing home, um, the nursing homes have to protect their profit um, and their income and their revenue. So they're really reluctant to have you leave the nursing home because that's a loss of revenue. That's a loss of income. So it's sometimes difficult for people to get their loved ones out of the nursing home. Um, and if there are some, and you know, maybe I'm making a stretch here, but if there is some uh, financial viability behind that person, as in if they have a good insurance or they have some property or there's some, you know, there's some, there's financial, you know, backing there the money can be obtained then they'll 
continue they'll 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 want that patient to stay there now if you're if your finances aren't right of course then they want to get you out of there so they can get someone in there that has the money you know but um you know fortunately we're we're very lucky in america that we have stuff like medicare and medicaid and social security disability insurance and stuff like that and combined putting them all together these these companies they can still turn a profit um at you know by keeping uh our loved ones basically prisoner um this is not you know i don't know this is not really a positive post or whatever but uh you know i have another uh, i have a like my boss the guy well the guy that i used to work for he was probably about 76 years old about the same age as the guy who i know who passed away um but he was still active uh he still plays golf stuff like that but he didn't want to retire and he was having issues in that you know he was dozing off sometimes like i used to doze off when i just started the job so i can understand that but understandably he wasn't sleeping properly sleep is very important he wasn't sleeping properly he was getting up at 3 a.m in the morning every morning um going to the gym then coming to work and doing 12 hours you know i think it was more of an ego thing than um a real desire to be productive or make a contribution or whatever the case may be you like you know you, you don't have to you didn't have to do that we're not living in that kind of world right now we're living in a world of quiet quitting quote unquote we're living in a world of people who really don't want to work too much uh you didn't really have to set the bar that high um i have to try to keep myself asleep because i had made a little mention that i think that my iphone wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning um so what i try to do is turn off the wi-fi antenna in europe there there is an understanding that wi-fi can interfere with your body in some kind of way i'm not going to elaborate on that because i don't have all the i don't have even a modicum of information and i can't look at my device right now to to look it up but um wi-fi and the, the cell phones and things like that the radio waves you know where we <laughs> i'm not gonna go into that so the um these nursing homes uh for once also my my aunt she was in the hospital with a medical issue and she had um she had diabetes she had kidney issues um she had heart issues she had no 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 she had she had diabetes and she had a heart condition which required her to use a pacemaker so she went into the hospital for uh, maintenance of her pacemaker something went wrong she got a staph infection and um you know basically poisoned her whole body um it even more severely affected her heart to the point where it affected her liver so her liver function was or kidney function you know, a kidney function, I think, or a liver function got damaged, so she had to go on dialysis, which she was not on dialysis until she went in for this maintenance. Um, similarly, I have another cousin who went into the hospital for some maintenance type of uh, procedure. Um, they, um, I think it's called intubated. 
I think it was called intubated or they were giving him a, a, um, a food tube. I ended up pushing the food tube down the wrong hole, rupturing his lungs, causing internal bleeding. Uh, and, and then he, he, he went brain dead and uh, he died. So, you know, medical malpractice and, and, and the conditions inside the hospitals and the conditions inside the nursing homes. Um, yeah, a lot of people survive. A lot of people make it out. Um, but if you're already compromised, uh, you, you're going to be um, at risk. Like I said, the guy across the street from me, he, is, he had corona. He went into the hospital. They treated him. He beat the coronavirus. Um, but he could not be um, the other psychological portions of being isolated and all these other things and the stress and he wasn't really good at stress management and um, we're not prepared what I'm getting into is that we're not prepared to be old we're not prepared we're not prepared to be uh, not only just old we're not prepared to be um, um not incapacitated. Yeah, that might be it. We're not prepared to be um, at the mercy of other people. We're not prepared to be at somebody else's mercy. Um, look how people are dealing with each other. I, I'm being very pessimistic today. Um, today is my birthday, actually. I'm getting older. I have, a, And I also have another aunt who had a stroke. She's been a caregiver basically her whole life. She's been a caregiver. Um, you know, she's been a mother, a caregiver for a lot of people, a nurse, all these things. Um, now she suffered a stroke. Someone has to help her. And, you know, my worry, and what I, you know, I shouldn't be worrying, but my worry is that she's not being treated properly because um, at one point she was staying with a relative and she was doing much better. She started walking. Um, she started using both arms. One of her arms was disabled after the stroke, but she started using both arms a little bit. And now she's being taken care of by someone that's not a family member, someone that doesn't really have the the wherewithal, the un, the understanding, the the, the compassion, the, the the I mean, you know, whatever the case may be, or you know, they don't have it. And she's back to not being able to um, walk too much anymore so you know when we're at the mercy of other people it can go either way you know it can go good it can go bad it can you know it, it, it can go it can go either way and, and it's why it's important not to abuse your body now if you can I mean some of us are genetically predisposed to just be strong and be okay and we could, you know, there's some people who, out here who um, they can use drugs and then later on they're very healthy. Some of them can uh, abuse alcohol and be healthy later on in life somehow. But uh, I don't know if those people, those people are rare. <laughs> those are the ones that made it. That's why you still see them around. You know, you have people that's done it, try to done, do everything right. They have an accident, something happens to them. Like the buddy, like my friend, you know, he caught Corona. Like he was, nothing was really wrong with him the whole time. Caught coronavirus, and and he was trying to be careful. He was wearing his mask all the time, all of that. But um, staying isolated, not letting anybody in his house, all these things. 
but I don't know, you know, I don't know, I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. Nothing is guaranteed. But I think, you know, you increase your chances of success by taking care of yourself so that hopefully you can be independent until you go into the grave, you know, or you set yourself up to be independent upon till that time. Um, some people think that their children are an insurance policy against these things, against going into the nursing home, against mistreatment. Um, that's not a guarantee. You still have to be. That's not a guarantee. They may not. They may not rise to that occasion. They may not be able to do so. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, but overall what I'm saying is we're not prepared to be old. I mean, a lot of us, you know, we're, you know, the, the majority of the people who, and I thank them, a lot, the majority of people who listen to the podcast are in their 30s. There's some people that are older. But even if you're older, even if you're 50, 60, who was I talking to some yeah, the other day? Oh, yes, I was talking to my mother. <coughs> She's approaching 70 years old. She's getting close up there. And she says, I feel like, I still feel like I don't have, um, I haven't had enough time. I haven't lived enough yet. So, you know, it's not like you hold your memories of every single moment that you lived before and you're reliving them and you're like, oh, it's a long time. I've been around a long time. No, every day is a new day. Every day is like I'm born again. I'm born all over again. I'm a new person all over again. And I want to live. You know, I'm not ready to go. I mean, you know, we resolved to ourselves that yeah we're not going to be here forever even my aunt that I spoke to that had the stroke she's saying um, she asked me if I was going to have a birthday party again this year um, you know uh, I said no maybe when I turn 80 so she says um, she's not going to have a birthday party because she's never had one before and I said well maybe you'll have one at the, at 90 she said I don't know if I'm going to make it that far and she's uh, she's turning 85 next year. Now, you know, like I said, the stroke slowed her up. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, it's, it's a lot of sorrow. Um, so, you know, it, getting old is one thing, you know. I don't know if I worry about dying so much. I'm more worried about the living now because uh, how is my son going to cope with my departure, you know? Um, how am I going to cope with my parents' eventual departure, you know, if they go before me? It's really just the coping and the sorrow and the missing and the not available, not being able to call them. I lose access to them. You know, it's a lot. It's selfish, selfishly, yes, selfishly. I'm gonna lose access to them. That's and that's my that's my problem. That's my problem. I can't call them. I can't hug them. I can't see them. Uh, I can't joke with them. I can't share memories with them. You know, that's 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 
that's part of having a big family, I guess, or you know, having any family. I mean, it's not really, uh, yeah. So, and I don't know if I told you, but what was I talking about? Yeah, I was telling you, like, you know, I could be a professional crier at your party. I cry for any little sentimental type moment. So, I mean, you know, it's part of life, I guess. I was thinking about my ancestors, the people that came before me that passed away, you know, people that lived. I'm My quality of life is exceedingly many, 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 many times better than my predecessors. My quality of life is... That's why, you know, I have to be grateful and, 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 and try to remember... Remember that, that I'm living in some of the best times ever. Um... I go in my house, I got heat. I got hot water to bathe with. I got food. I'm about to go get some Dunkin' Donuts right now. I got a job, you know. I, I, I live in, I sit in the air conditioning system. I sit in the heating system. I got a little heater next to my desk if it gets too, if it gets a little too cold. You know, I got um, a car to drive around. I don't have to walk everywhere. I don't have to, you know, be subject to the elements you know i i have a health insurance you know I, if, if something goes wrong i can run to the hospital and maybe they'll fix me up or run to the urgent care or whatever the case may be i have some i have access to information you know i have access to a, 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 a so readily i have access to information regarding my own healing and and my own maintenance and very, I'm very privileged when I look at it in that way, and you know, you know. I guess it's all about trade. It's all about exchange. You give and you take. You know, the Lord give and the Lord take away. That's what they say. So, anyhow, um, like I said, today's my birthday, so you know, I'm thinking and reflecting somewhat. I'm going to use this time today. I'm not taking off, though. I'm still going to work. But um, I'm going to start thinking about... I'm going to reflect on some things, especially my finances. I'm going to put all my debts together and look at them and see how I can restructure them and put them into lower lower interest accounts. Um, uh, yeah, see where I can um, maybe get rid of some stuff. I just sold a piece of equipment that I had on eBay guy picked it up last week so i'm trying to liquidate some things you know do a little house cleaning uh you know a birthday is like a new year you know so it's it's a good it's a time to i think a birthday is a time to reflect on where you've been and where you're going i can't say that i move forward um but what is moving forward i'm just a wild animal and every day i'm existing and every day is a new day so i don't really have to move forward i mean I already went to high school. I already went to college. I already, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? What what forward am I doing? I'm an adult now, so I don't know. Everybody's goals are different. So, um, I've um, moving forward. I don't really have to do anything. I just have to maintain right now and stay, keep my head above water. And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna reflect on how I'm if I'm doing a good job at keeping my head above water. So far, I've been surviving, but I. You know, I gotta restructure and make sure that it stays in that vein, stays in that pattern, um, in that holding pattern, in that path, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, but we're not prepared to get 
old. We're not prepared to be at somebody else's mercy. Whether it's in a hospital, whether it's in a nursing home, whether it's having an aid or whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah, I didn't even elaborate about my boss. So eventually they fired him because, you know, he was... uh, They didn't really need him there per se. And he was very expensive because, you know, he was getting paid maybe about 300 grand a year. So they decided to let him go. And, you know, fortunately, I see him in pictures playing golf. So now that he's left work, I mean, the guy is independently wealthy already. You know, he's already he's okay. Uh, But um, so I picture him playing golf, which he loves to do. So, you know, he's also he's got a lot of talents and he's um, keeping himself in the rat race because of ego. And, you know, old habits die hard, you know. Old habits die hard. But there's a better way to do things. Um, So let me think about some of my bad habits now. Reflect on my bad habits and reflect on these things since it's my birthday and see how I'm going to move forward for the next year, God willing. Um, How am I going to move forward to do better? Or, you know, at least think about it. Not saying that I'm disciplined enough to hold it, but I'm going to think about it. yeah, that's that's really it. That's really it for now. So, you know, hey, think about if you're going to get old, what's going to happen to you? How can you be a healthy, strong, fit old person? Because, like I said, my buddy, he was probably about 75, 76 when he caught coronavirus, which is like totally out of left field. The whole world didn't expect it. Financially, he was already well set up. Um, he was independent. He was in good health. But within a year and about eight months or so, yeah, a year and eight months, you know, he had died in the hospital. Um, he had dementia. Um, he didn't have his motor skills in his legs. And and, and it it. it, it it didn't even happen suddenly. It's just a series of a series of um, I don't know what you want to call it. A series of bad events. Is that what you call it? So prepare yourself. Save something for later. Um, get your insurances. Uh, I don't know if life insurance. Life insurance benefits the people that are living. So that's what, how I'm gonna be able to really allow my son not to have too many issues or coping issues. You know. Um, I need to, I already have a will written, but that needs to be rewritten. Um, now that he's here, when I wrote it initially, he wasn't born. So I got to write that out, make it simple so that, you know, because there's a long drawn out legal process when your family members pass away in acquiring their property and their assets and all these things. So we got to streamline that. And that's one thing I did discuss with my neighbor's um, son. He was like, you know, it's a very long, drawn-out process um, regarding uh, estate transfers and all that stuff like that. So, But, hey, we're not worried about the death part right now. Let's figure out the living part right now. Let's see how long we, we see if we can live longer and healthier and independent so keep yourself safe out here. Look left and right before you cross the street. Take your time. 
Don't be like uh, almost every New Yorker in the wintertime wearing black clothes and dark clothes. Put on some colorful clothes sometimes so these cars can see you, especially at night. Because people are already on their phones and distracted. So, you know, keep yourself, keep your head on a swivel. Um, Try not to have any risky behaviors that you're not in control of. You know, try to stay in control of the environment and the people you associate with. You know, don't put yourself in danger. Don't put yourself in danger. That's one thing I say. Don't put yourself in danger. Um, And don't make yourself sick. You know, take your time. Yeah, you can treat yourself sometimes probably, of course. Yeah, you can treat yourself sometimes. Well, you can't treat yourself to stuff that is uh, addictive that you can't get off of. Um, I was just looking up. um, I was just looking up, but I didn't get to look into it too much. The level of addiction or the level of pleasure that's uh, released by relative illicit drugs. Um, I just wanted to understand and compare and, you know, take a look at the addictive nature of each one of them. Anyhow, that's for another day. But thank you so much for listening to me ramble and rant. Um, y'all, y'all stay up and, and stay healthy and try to do what you can do for yourself. Get, you know, just try to try to do the right thing, you know, try to put yourself in the right mindset also um because you know depression is something that'll have you do some wild things and and go off of uh step off of the ranch or get you know it's it'll, it'll have you discard the plans and the intentions and the goals that you set you know a, de- a depression will do that and then if you don't even meet your goal don't don't be all crazy about that either because like I said, we're just here existing like wild animals. Humans exalt themselves above the animals because we're uh, speciesists. We think that humans are superior to the other animals. We think that we're here doing something really important. When you're really not really doing anything exceptional, you're not doing anything that anybody else isn't really doing. So don't don't hurt yourself if you don't meet your goal. Try again. Never give up if that's the case. I mean, sometimes you have to give up if it's not good for you. But... <laughs> Uh, if you do whatever you're doing is not not a bad thing and you have a goal you can keep that goal in sight even if you're not getting there directly you might get there indirectly I was just having a conversation with one of my friends who you know he studied this and that in college he ended up doing this he ended up doing that and then he ended up doing this and he ended up now in a place where you know he's uh, he's thriving and it wasn't even a place that he intended to be in career-wise, educational-wise. But he's in a relatively good place, you know. So you might have a goal and end up somewhere else that is good. You might end up somewhere that's bad. But if you end up somewhere that's bad, you know, you just got to keep going. Like Martin Luther King and Winston Churchill says, when you're going through hell, keep going. So I don't know, man. I have an issue with these nursing homes now. I really have an issue with them. You can't keep people captive. It's not right. You know? I don't yeah, it's not right. Maybe I don't fully understand. Yes, you have to protect the elderly from exploitation. Yes, you have to protect them sometimes even from themselves. If they don't have the um the facilities or the capability to take care of themselves. Yes, you have to protect them. But um the whole exploitation and the profit motive and uh, and and basically keeping them prisoner in order to extract resources from them that's not that's i'm not i'm not i'm not with it 
I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. The hospital, whew. Man, the hospitals too. Sure. The hospitals, you know, the whole medical industry is is in question. Um, we have so many drug recalls. We have so many drug-related uh, lawsuits, you know, the OxyContin lawsuit. Um, it's so many things. Um, so, you know, we think that we're civilized. Like I said, we think we're above the animals. We think we're civilized, but it's, it's, it's relatively savage. It's relatively wild out here. Um, so you have to stay healthy. That's the, how you're going to escape the wild. That's how you're going to survive the wild. You know, so keep trying to do your thing and thanks for listening. Like I said.